everybody, it's your boy, the Mustache Messiah, Wes, and this is I Got Next. Today, today, today is a good day, every day, good day, but no interview, again, but hey, I got a Tuesday episode, alright, um, yeah, no interview, a little bit of batty ball, but I'm going to be talking about Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Super, to be exact. Dragon Ball Super Broly, to be exact, exact. Because I don't know if you guys understand, but this movie, I've been waiting for this movie for like two years now. Year and a half, something like that. And this movie finally came out in America, and it was everything I could hope for and more. For you people who don't like anime or like anime and think Dragon Ball is too mainstream and don't like Dragon Ball, this part isn't for you. So skip ahead. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I can't tell you. I can't can't think of anything else to tell you because it's going down. You know what I'm saying? Spoiler alert. I'm throwing a couple spoilers out there. If you haven't seen the movie yet, I don't care. Get on it. You should have been saw that movie, bro. It's too good for you not to see. So, uh, I saw it Saturday. I think it came out Thursday, something like that. Of course, uh, this is the third movie they've made that follows along the actual season. Because as we know, the other movies were just, you know, random movies. They didn't have nothing to do with this season. And um, this one is like the third Broly movie they've had, but... They actually kind of switched it up a little bit and, I guess, kind of catered it to assimilate into the new season. I don't know if they're going to have Broly somehow in this upcoming season of Dragon Ball Super or what. But forget all that. The movie was lit, dog. Like, this is probably some of the best animation I've seen, period, maybe. Some people are telling me Spider-Man, um, Spider-Verse. I haven't seen that yet. I know I'm slipping. But... For me, this is the best because the fighting is crazy. I mean, as like the blast and the transformations is crazy. I know I sound like a real dweeb and a nerd, but for y'all who know, y'all know that was crazy, bro. All the special moves was crazy. Transformations was wild. Uh, really, really good. Looks really good. The story was cool. The story was cool, but for you know the average or casual Dragon Ball fan, I should say, they would be like, you know, this was a real good story. This is cool. I loved it. But for people who've been following for a while and who, you know, see all the movies and maybe even read the uh, manga, which for some of you who don't know, that's the little Japanese comic books. Um, for you guys who don't know, uh, a lot of that stuff was kind of, kind of not, I guess not false because I don't make the story they do, but it just wasn't to the normal story. They changed a couple things. Uh, first of all, let me see. Movie starts off, of course. Broly, he's in the little Saiyan pod capsule thing, or whatever. He's not born yet. But they got it kind of weird because they had King Vegeta, Vegeta's dad, inside the uh, it's like little room with a bunch of babies with high power levels. So Broly's in that room. Prince Vegeta, he's already born you know what i'm saying he's out in the world well no he's not already born 
I'm sorry. I'm tripping, guys. He's in the uh, capsule being ready to be born. I think he was born a little bit before Broly. But he was, you know, pushed up, like, right by the king. And the king was just like, oh, man, my son's super fly. His power level's going up. But, you know, his subjects was like, yo, bro, I don't know about that, man. You might want to pump your brakes. You got too much dip in your chip, big dog. You know what I mean? We got Broly over here, son of Paragus, lowly saying, and this dude's power level is uh, higher than your son's power level, big guy, so you might want to slow down on all that. And so King Vegeta's like, boy, stop. You know what I mean? You must be tripping. My son's royalty, this guy is, you know what I mean? You dig? So they get their little um, huge scouter or huge power level scanner, and they're, um, you know, rescanning them, and it breaks. Yep, it breaks. So they go get them another one. They recalibrate it. Oh, it's not as high as it was last time. It must have been, you know, messing up or something like that. But it's still way higher than normal. So on some real hating shit, King Vegeta's like, man, yeah, right, bro. We're going to get this dude up out of here if he's so strong. Because for you guys who don't know, you know, Saiyans, they're conquerors. They're Saiyans. They are warriors. So they send their babies off to other planets. They, when the baby lands, the little ship plays a projection of the moon. When the kid sees the moon, they turn into this huge monkey, King Kong-looking thing and destroy the whole planet. And then, you know, boom, report back to the planet. So they go conquer planets. So he's like, oh, if he's that tough, let's send you to this planet. And it's some, like, far-off planet on the edge of the galaxy. They ain't really got nothing on it but crazy monsters. So he's basically sending him in exile, sending him to his doom. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, that was real haterish of King Vegeta. You know what I mean? Real, real shell, but whatever, you know, Paragus, which is the dad of Broly, he finds out, he catches wind of the situation, runs off, steals a ship, goes after his kid, you know what I mean? Ends up finding his kid, his kid is really badass, gets off the ship, ends up killing one of these monsters, and staying alive. So he finds his son, him and his son end up getting trapped on this planet, because the... The uh, ship he took, something messed up to where you couldn't couldn't call nobody, couldn't, you know what I mean? You couldn't get no part you done. You pretty much do. So they stuck there for whoever knows how long. So we fast forward a bit, blah, 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 couple days. Now we see Bardock, Goku's dad. Now, Bardock and Goku look exactly alike. So some people might, oh, Goku, what are you doing? No, it's not Goku, it's Bardock. So Bardock, he's coming back from battle as are a bunch of other Saiyans. So he's like, yo, what's everybody doing back? You know, uh, King Cole, who's Frieza's dad, we don't know Frieza yet in the movie, but that's Frieza's dad. He calls everybody, or no, I'm tripping, boy, I'm skipping things. This was Frieza that called that meeting. Um, They showed King Cole, which is Frieza's dad, he was in power, and then he was like, you know what, I'm gonna retire, I'm done. I've been, you know what I mean, cracking the whip too long, I'm gonna let my son do things, because I'm getting too nice, and he's really mean. So, you know, his son looks like a little baby, and he's out here killing folks as soon as he becomes emperor, you know what I mean, to let people know, like, yo, I'm ruling with iron fist, bomb, 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 you're dead, son. So he kills a few people, but then he's like, but no, I'm a gracious ruler. Here you go, and he gives them scouters. The scouters were the things where they can read power levels instantly, they can communicate with people. It's a walkie-talkie and a power level reader at the same time. How handy. So, we got that, fast forward, boom, 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 boom. Freezes in charge, he's in power. He's like, oh, all the Saiyans, come back to planet Vegeta, which is the name of the planet of the Saiyans. 
Come back to Planet Vegeta. I got a little meeting for you guys. Come on back. So everybody's coming on back. Like, oh, yeah, Frieza called us back. What's going on? What's going on? Bardock is like, yo, why are you calling everybody back? You could have just talked to everybody through the scanners. What's going on, bro? Like, you know what I mean? What's happening? What is this? You know what I'm saying? Because he's flying by, about to land on the planet, sees that freezes in the sky. You know what I mean? He didn't land yet. Like, yo, some kind of fishy. Nobody really cares. Nobody's noticing. Bardock's like, yo, something's fishy. I think something's up. I think he might blow up the planet. Weird thought to have, but, you know, whatever. So his son is, like, just born or whatever, and they're about to... They're saying, basically, like, you know, I don't know what's going on, what's happening, so I'm going to send him to this planet, so at least we know where he's going, it seems like a safe planet, and I'm going to send him there myself, so if nothing does happen, we can go back and get him, but if something does happen, I mean, if nothing happens, yeah, we can go get him, if something happens, at least he ain't here, he don't blow up, so it's like, okay, cool, yeah, whatever, sent them on a ship, sent them to Earth, that's how Goku ends up on Earth, but really, for people who know, it's not how it happened, because what really happened, or what, you know, the other movies showed was Bardock coming back from battle, and his son already being sent off. Boom. They, like, pass each other in space type shit. So that's what really happens. And then, you know, he gets on the planet. Oh, damn, I missed my son. Oh, man. You know what? I think Frieza's going to blow the planet up. And then he goes and tries to fight Frieza, which happened in the movie. That was cool. He went figured out Frieza's going to blow the planet up. Frieza blows the planet up. He tries to fight. It don't work. Planet Vegeta no more. So now, you know, everybody on the planet's dead. There's pretty much no Saiyans but the Saiyans who are already off on other planets, which includes Goku... Prince Vegeta, Raditz, which is Goku's brother, Nappa, um, which is like, turns into Vegeta's little henchman, uh, Tarble, Turble, something like that, that's Vegeta's brother, people find out about him later, and um, Paragus and Broly, of course. So, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward, Dragon Ball is, now the movie's back to where we know it, if you haven't watched Dragon Ball Super, I'm not going to go over that, that happened. We're in present-day Dragon Ball time. So, Goku and Vegeta. This is basically a Goku and Vegeta movie, and I was cool with that. You know what I mean? They didn't really have no side characters. Of course, Bulma is in it or whatever. Uh, Piccolo makes a cameo, makes a little appearance. But it's just Goku and Vegeta, and I'm cool with that. That's really how I like it. This is a Saiyan movie, good Saiyan background, and I, that's another reason why I liked it, despite the uh, weirdo things that were happening. Oh, and another thing. They did some, like, little montage when they were trying to show the time that it passed. And it said, like, 700 years at the bottom. I don't know if anybody peeped that. But they were saying, like, 700 years went by. And I thought that was kind of weird because I didn't think they were 700 years old. But I don't know. Maybe I was sleepy in the movie theater and I just dropped that. But, you know, you guys get back to me and tell me if you saw that. But, anyway, present day Dragon Ball. What happens is uh, Frieza comes back to Earth. He's on the way back to Earth. Send some people to steal the Dragon Balls. And by the way, I don't know why I'm going so in deep with this. It's just really supposed to be like, what do I like, what do I don't like, but whatever, I'm going to tell the whole movie. So, Frieza's coming back, and he's trying to get the Dragon Balls, send some people to go steal the Dragon Balls. And, you know, people are like, oh, damn, Frieza's coming back to steal the Dragon Balls. What's he doing? Really, we find out Frieza just wants to be taller because it look, you know, make him look more menacing and people take him a little bit more serious because Frieza's very short. So he's wishing for some more height. We don't know. They don't know that though. So in the midst of all this, some of Frieza's troops, they're you know out on planet scavenging shit and whatever, whatever. And they get a signal from a remote planet, so they go check it out. Boom, they find 
Broly and Paragus after many years, obviously. So Broly's grown, Paragus is old. And they're like, oh, we're part of the Freezer Force, this and that, blah, 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 da, 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 da. So they're like, okay, cool, hop on ship. Oh, you guys are Sans? Whoa, we've never seen you guys. Come on, get on the ship. So they take him to Frieza, and Frieza's like, whoa, Saiyans, what's going on? And, you know, Paragus tells him the story. He's like, yo, okay, bet. So what's up with your boy? He's talking about Broly. Broly's over here on swole, looking like he's seven feet tall, but he got the dumb face, you know what I mean? Don't really talk, real quiet, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Got this thing around his neck. Looked like a, uh, looked like a, something a vampire would wear, you know what I mean? Like a fat medallion or something, probably like a, Flavor Flav, not a clock, but some sort of jewelry he would wear. Look real weird. But we find out that it's like this little ring collar, like a shot collar for dogs that his uh, dad uses because his power level is way too high, which we find out early in the movie, like I said. Power level way too high and he can't control himself. He goes crazy, cuckoo bananas. You know what I mean? So mm-mm, we gotta we gotta uh, chill him out. So Freeze's like, oh damn, you that strong? Okay, well, you know what? Why are we going to Earth? Let me just take you and you can fight these sands. Oh, yeah, these sands, by the way, Prince Vegeta. That's King Vegeta. Of course, you know what I'm saying? Paragus and King Vegeta got beef because King Vegeta was the one that sent Broly off. So now he's like, oh, your son? Oh, he alive? Yeah, 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 Broly, smash on him. You know what I mean? So now they got beef, so they sent him to Earth to mob on uh, Vegeta, really. You know what I mean? They don't know Goku there, but Frieza no Goku there. So they go in there, you know what I mean? They finna stun on Vegeta real quick. Like, yo, we some sands. What's up, blood? You want to fight? You know what I mean? But that's when it happened. They don't even know. So they get on Earth, and everybody meets. Vegeta's like, oh, more Saiyans. Goku's like, oh, more Saiyans. And boom, really, they just start fighting, forget the talking, on sight type. You know what I mean? Womp, womp, womp. Hands thrown, hands thrown, hands thrown. Fire animation, fire animation. Computers are cool. Computers are cool. Because this is how they, of course, make the animation. Tablets, draw it on tablets. Boom, beam, blast. Pew, pew, pew. Power up. Oh, I'm talking about they go Super Saiyan Red, Super Saiyan Blue, it's going crazy. But Broly is too far. His power level's going crazy, smashing on Vegeta, smashing on Goku, to the point where Goku had to be like, you know what, I gotta get up out of here. He um, used the instant transmission, hollered at Piccolo real quick. Piccolo's like, yo, y'all gotta fuse. Goku's like, yeah, we gotta fuse. Vegeta's like, no, I don't wanna fuse. But, you know, of course, they end up fusing. Uh, Piccolo taught them, or taught Vegeta, how to do the uh, fusion dance. They did the fusion dance. Of course, they messed up twice. One time you're fat, one time you're old. But the third time, now you're Gogeta, the coolest thing on earth. <coughs> so, boom. Instant transmission back to the fight. Now they Gogeta. Now they wrecking shit. You know what I mean? Broly, you know, keeping up with him, giving him a little one-two, pop-pop, couple hands. But Gogeta's out here just laying waste to this dude, just ruining him. So, you know, he's got this man against the ropes. He's going to hit him with the uh, Super Command Mayor about the lead. Level him, you know what I mean? And by this time, well, the whole time all this is going on, like the people who found Broly and his dad, one of them's a girl, and you know, Broly told her this sob story about his pops not like letting him do things and killing his only friend who was this weird creature on the planet. That's why he had this green uh, fur around his body. It was the fur from this creature's ear. It was kind of weird, but whatever. So, dad didn't like him doing nothing, you know what I mean, killed his friend, controlled him, said his power was too crazy, whatever, whatever. So, she's all like, oh my god, you're a slave, I can't believe this. Ends up stealing the remote that controls Broly's collar, steals that, boom, crushes it, can't control him no more. So, that's how he's going crazy, by the way. Should have just, you know, not left that out there. 
So she takes an interest in him. So they gather the Dragon Balls. And they ended up making a wish, saving Broly. Like, hey, can you wish him out of here and wish him back to the planet he was on? You know what I'm saying? Bomb, he goes in a nick of time because he's going to get exploded. And, you know, boom, fight's over. And that's pretty much how the movie ends. Of course, the girl and the dude that was with her go find Broly on the planet and help him out and all this stuff. And then Goku shows up and is like, hey, guys, what's up? Oh, no, I don't want to fight. What's up, man? Good fight, Broly. You're fire. You're so strong. Okay, here, take some Senzu beans, you know what I mean? You might need these for later. Um, yeah, Broly, I'm going to show up every now and then and try to fight you so I can get strong. And, you know, hey, yeah, my name's Goku. You guys can call me Goku. But, hey, Broly, call me Kakarot, which is kind of cool because, you know, Goku refers to himself as Goku because he's like, you know, I'm a Saiyan, but I grew up on Earth, so I'm really from Earth. You know, all my folk is from Earth. You know, sun half Earth. Why full Earth? I'm Earth, you know what I mean? I be the Earth. Captain Planet, so that was kind of cool to see him really embrace his roots, calling himself Kakarot, because, you know, Vegeta called him Kakarot, not calling him Goku, not calling him that slave name, you know what I mean, calling him by his real name, so that was kind of cool, I thought it was a real cool way to end it, and like I said, animation was amazing, the best Dragon Ball movie yet, if you haven't seen it, please see it, um, you gotta, it's only in select theaters, you gotta try to see that in the theaters, you gotta, I think until Thursday to go see that. So if you can, go catch that. If you can't, I mean, you got no choice but to watch it, but to watch it on a laptop. So, um, yeah, that's it for Dragon Ball. Go check it out again. It's Super 5, Dragon Ball Super, Broly. And on to hot or not. Okay, guys, I'm back. Let's get in the hot or not. So, Melo, he got released from the Rockets or, no, no, traded from the Rockets to the Bulls and got released from the Bulls. And that kind of sounds like I'm throwing shade by putting this under hot, but it's actually good because, <coughs> excuse me, we haven't heard Melo's name in anything for a while and, you know, people were saying, oh, he's not going to play in the league again, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. But this is actually a good thing because, you know, a team might pick him up in free agency now. He's a free agent. You can just pick him up on the open market. The Lakers are probably going to pick him up. I don't want him on my squad, but whatever. So, shouts out to you, Melo. Back in the NBA, I'm sure of it. We got also, this boy James Harden, man, is going nuts. I mean, he's he's the hottest thing since sliced bread, right now at least. And I mean, didn't he, I think he beat Kobe's streak for the most consecutive forty-point games? I mean, it's, it's, what what else can I say? People are trying to say he's better than Kobe as the second best uh, shooting guard ever, or offensively that is. And I'm I don't really like hearing that because that sounds stupid. But you know, he's having a great run. He's definitely adding to his MVP stock, of course. He's looking like he's going to get back-to-back MVPs. I'm just hoping. I still have Giannis as my MVP, but I'm just hoping that this guy doesn't wear himself too thin. I mean, he kind of needs to do what he's doing because his team isn't up to par, but I just don't want to see him be gassed in the playoffs and can't make as strong of a run as he really could if he was, you know, healthy and had his stamina right. But he's very hot right now. He had like a 50-point triple-double, I think, another one, but still lost. It's okay, though, bro. You'll be all right, man. 
they'll be in the playoffs, probably a top four seed. So good for you, James Harden. And we've got a DeMarcus Cousins alert. DeMarcus Cousins alert. DeMarcus Cousins alert. We got DeMarcus Cousins, man, came back against the Clippers. He had 14 cool points. 14 good ones. Three or four from the three-point line. Six rebounds. And um, I, I kind of knew this. And, I mean, most people probably saw this coming from the last year or so in Sacramento, and then his whole time in New Orleans, he was really behind that three-point line. And I think, you know, playing in the Olympics, playing with the Splash Brothers for real in the Olympics really rubbed off on him, and he saw, like, oh, man, I'm going to start shooting these threes. And I think he's really been working on it, but, you know, I like him bruising in the paint, mid-range area, creating for himself and teammates around that area, not sitting camping at three because he's already – I'm not going to say athletic, but he's not explosive. You know, he's not jumping high. You know, he needs to be down there to get his rebounds. So I think he's most effective in the post. And he's going to be shooting a whole lot more threes, everybody. Just prepare for that. He's going to be shooting a lot more threes. A lot more threes. So hopefully they go in for him, I guess. But, you know, I'm not sure about that. But he had a great, you know, first game back, first play, pick and roll, boom, KD fed him, slam a jammer. He got one inch off the ground. I think I have more bounce than him. But he slammed it hard, and that's all that counts. He got his confidence. First play, a dunk? What? Come on, I'll take that. So welcome back to Marcus Cousins. Again, that was uh, 14 points. Good first game back, but second game uh, against the Lakers, he only had eight points, nine rebounds, 0 for 2 from three, so... You know, he missed two threes, but he wasn't jacking them like crazy. Missed his two, that was it, whatever. So I'm not mad at him, you know, whatever game back. It's really going to take time, you know. It's going to really, really take time for him to get his full sea legs back and to really get an offensive swing because, I mean, he was out for pretty much a calendar year. So, you know, he's going to be up and down, up and down. Look at Gordon Hayward, you know what I'm saying? I can't really compare injuries. It's not an Achilles injury, but still, some crazy stuff happened to him. And, you know, he's going to be up and down, but he, his usage isn't going to be like Gordon Hayward's usage because the Golden State Warriors are amazing. And they don't need to use him like that. So, DeMarcus Cousins, good for you to be back, man. And hopefully he improves quickly and he's a beast again. Uh, usually I only do three hot or nots, but or hots and nots, but I have an honorable mention for hot. Derrick Rose, man, he's out here doing game winners. He had 50 points earlier this year. Um, I think he's second guard in the West for the All-Star voting. Like, it's a chance he can get in the All-Star game. I mean, man, shout out to you, Derrick Rose. If he can get in the All-Star game, that'd be amazing. That'd be awesome, especially, you know, like we said, like I said before, his story, going through what he went through, man. That would be amazing if he can get in the All-Star game. If he doesn't, I would understand because, you know. Whatever, there's plenty of people in the West. But if he does, that would be crazy. That would be crazy. Also, Luka Doncic, man. Luka Doncic is hot out here. He's about to run away with his Rookie of the Year if he already hasn't run away with Rookie of the Year because, I mean, he's controlling the Dallas Mavericks. He's The offense is running through him. He's already replaced Dirk as the guy. He's the second most votes in the West for the All-Star game. I mean, that's the fan votes, of course, but that is something to say, man. 
I'm sure he has his whole country voting for him, but still, dog, that's something to say for a 19-year-old kid. He's really looking like a, a seasoned vet out here, and I think he's only going to go up. So Luka Doncic is always hot. I got to throw him out there, too. So let's get to the not portion. Number one, not, I'm going to throw Dallas Mavericks. Speaking of Luka Doncic, it's a good little segue. <clears throat> Dallas Mavericks, just because they say they're going to, uh, they got Dennis, Dennis uh, Smith Jr. up for trade, and they're shopping him around, and they threw it out there. So we got stories on the jump, ESPN, all kinds of sports center, whatever, whatever. And now they kind of not retract the statement, but weeks later they backpedal, and they're saying they're super committed to working it out with Dennis Smith, and their main their main goal with that is to, you know, keep him there and work it out, and they're sure they're going to be able to do that. And in my head, you know, the closer and closer is getting to the trade deadline, I'm thinking there's just no deals for him. I'm thinking people, if if they offer anything, it was basically peanuts for them. So that's what I'm thinking is happening. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe I'm being too cynical. But hopefully, you know, hopefully whatever happens, Dennis Scott Jr. is happy in his situation. He gets what he wants. You know, if he's happy in Dallas, I wouldn't mind seeing him there. I think him and Luka Dodgers can figure it out because Luka could play off ball. Dennis could play off ball. I think they can figure it out, man. They just got to take, you know, it's the first year they're playing together. So unfortunately, that's a not. But uh, we also got Coach Pop, man, not seeing if he wants to coach next year. And it's not really like, ah, oh, Coach, you suck. You're a quitter. Oh, you're not. Not like that. It's like, oh, man, that sucks, dude. You know, this is a legend in the game. Legend coach. One of the all-time greatest, if not the greatest coach. So it's always sad to just when you know, hear him talking about retirement or anything like that. But, you know, he definitely deserves it. He gave it a great run. Like I said, one of the best coaches ever. So if he retires next year, it would suck. But well-deserved, great career. That's just, you know, kind of on the downside, man. And then my final knot, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving, man, what's going on with you, bud? What are you doing? Huh? What do you got going on, bro? I know you're just trying to do your best, and I don't think anything you're doing is malicious, but I don't think this is it. I don't think this is the way to go, man. I don't think this is the blueprint for you, dog. Holler at Jay-Z because he made, like, three of them. So I, I don't think this is the right one for you. He's, he's calling out your team. At first, I kind of was, like, you know, going with, the, like, whatever. Like, whatever, dog. Like, if he was acting right, you know, he wouldn't have to call you out. But now the more I think about it, I don't really think, you know, especially with this new generation, I'm part of it. Calling them out in the media isn't the best way to go because now they feel like they're you challenge them and now you're talking down on them and they're probably maybe the ego gets in. Oh, you think you're more of a man or better than me or whatever, whatever. Oh, you think you're better than me? You know, they're in Boston or whatever. So I, I don't know. I don't know if that's the best method, Kyrie. And he's been calling them out like a lot lately, even after wins. He just has always something to say about the young guys and – you know, they don't know what it takes to win, which he's right. I'm sure I, I'm, I'm really 100 percent with him what he's saying. He's right. And they got to kind of step it up and stop, you know, taking games off and taking some moments lightly. Even my boy Jalen, he's included in that. Got to stop taking moments lightly. So he's 100 percent right. But I think you got to reiterate that more in the, in the locker room, you know, try to build this chemistry, try, try to build a continuity in other ways. You know, I mean, I'm not a leader of an NBA franchise, so what am I saying? I, what do I know? I'm just on the outside looking in. That's just what I think. But, you know, he, he might have to stop doing that. He might have to stop calling these guys out. And it's really, 
I mean, I, this was last year, but you know, he, he's done questionable things too. Like, you know, it was a whole, it got a game seven at home, and you, you're not even there. You know, what I mean, you're not even on the bench cheering these dudes on. You know what I'm saying? And then there's some dudes from that team on this team, and they think about that, and they're there. You know, when everything's not going good. Little things like that kind of creep into their head, and they start to get a little salty. So, you know, I thought about that, too. And they might be thinking about little things like that. Like, bro, you don't even really rock with us. This is not blah, blah, blah. You know, you might go leave somewhere. You know, maybe they're not thinking about that. Maybe I'm just blowing it up. But when you call your teammates out all the time like this in the public media, and the public eye, that's what's going to happen. A bunch of speculation. Me, the media, other people are just going to speculate things. I mean, it is what it is. So, Kyrie Irving, maybe not do that. And, and you know, I know he retracted his, not retracted the statement, but he um, kind of apologized and said he shouldn't really be doing that and calling them out in public and trying them like that. And then, I think, like, a couple games later, he was talking about how he called Bron up and apologized to Bron for being the young, dumb kid who wanted to take over and be number one and be the big shot and have his own team. And, uh, you know, now that he's the leader of it and how everybody can't lead a team, that's not made. For, that's not a position made for everybody. And um, now that he's in Boston, he sees what he, he sees what LeBron was going through in Cleveland, insinuating that, you know, now he's LeBron. And everybody, all the younger dudes are the young, dumb kids who want to be number one. And, uh, you know, saying that in the media is kind of insinuating that, like, you know, I got to deal with all these knuckleheads here, man. Dang, LeBron. Oof, man. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry for being a dickhead, dog, because these guys are really pissing me off right now. I I see what you was going through, man. I'm sorry. Woof. You know, that's basically what he said. But, again, maybe I'm being cynical. But, you know, these little backhanded things like that, Kyrie be kind of do, throwing out there. So, I don't think any of these things are helping. Might want to check yourself for you. Wreck yourself, boy. And that's all I got to say about that. Coming with a Friday episode later. More Bad to Ball in the week. Closing credits. Catch I Got Next. Catch the rest of these episodes. Catch up on all my stuff. This is episode 15. Catch up on Janine's podcast. What did I think about this week? She just dropped the episode on Monday. It was awesome. She had couples on there talking about relationships and whatnot. You know, check her out. Of course, you got pop uh, pop culture. Talk about King Soldier, Young Draco. Check out multiple podcasters, sort of. My boy Chris Cox. He's out here doing major things. He's got major things to come. So support, support, support. Check out Ariel. Check out Ariel. Her travel page, I can't remember off the top of my head. But check out Ariel's travel page. Find her, find her on Facebook, and you'll see it because it's going down. <laughs> Sorry, Ariel, can't remember it right now. But support everybody. Support your friends. Like this. Share it. Rate it. Share it with your friends. Share it with your enemies. Whatever you do, do not try to take my down. Why? I got next. Peace.